At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network welcome to the edge on a wednesday afternoon matt humans and brady cannon not jvt so we're going to talk some golf here in the opening segment but bk you're back from colorado you had a few days off you were sending me photos the entire time. It was almost like <laughs> Wes Reynolds tweeting as many photos as you sent while you were on vacation. Uh, I'm, I'm recruiting I'm, you. I'm, I'm recruiting now you. calling you the mayor of Telluride. You went up to uh, Telluride for some sort of festival and uh, apparently had a great time. Yeah, 15 years in a row now. Uh, it's always Father's Day weekend right around there, right around the summer solstice. Got a few hikes in. Took in a little music, some great food, and yeah, you saw basically a timeline of the entire trip. I'm trying to get you to come there next year for what will be the 50th anniversary of the festival. So uh, always a nice getaway. And, you know, unfortunately, the heat is not so oppressive here in Las Vegas. You guys have had some nice weather. Usually I like to get out of the heat uh, and go to Colorado, but uh, it wasn't so bad here in the desert. What do you mean bad? It wasn't 110. That's bad. It was, I want it to be Yeah, I'm talking to the wrong guy about this, huh? Yeah, I want it to be 110, 115. Where is the <laughs> intense heat? We've only had a few days of it. I'm a little disappointed. I want to get out in the golf course more often, but you got a day like today where it's 95 and overcast. It's impossible. Actually, a little rain. We'll take yeah. uh, some much-needed rain. That'll help our golf courses. Climate change. It's here. Baseball. In eight minutes, the Padres host the D-backs at Petco Park. And uh, the D-backs need to find a way to uh, stir up some offense. The last two nights, a total of three runs. I watched last night's game. I don't think the D-backs had a hit for the last two hours of the game. And today they go with Mad Bum. Madison Bumgarner against Mike Clevenger, who has uh, only pitched 19 innings this season. But the Padres minus 155. Don't forget, Manny Machado not in the lineup, but the Padres managed to win the last two nights without him. Uh, Clevenger... A big favorite, total of seven and a half. And here's the deal with Mad Bum. You're probably not going to get uh, the Mad Bum who was uh, in his prime with the Giants. Well, you're a Giants fan. You remember how great Mad Bum was. Right now, he's a guy who looks like he's running on fumes. Three and six, 345 ERA, 132 whip. In 70 innings this season, he's only got 48 strikeouts and allowed 12 homers. And if you look at the uh, five pitchers in Major League Baseball with the uh, slowest, I'll say, fastball velocity, Mad Bum's at the bottom of the chart. 
at about 87 miles an hour, so he's not who he used to be. Could you bet on the bum today against the Padres? <laughs> uh, I, I, I cannot, and I really can't bet on either of these pitchers. Mad Bum got his first win in over a month mm-hmm. in his last start, and Clevenger has only made two starts in over a month. You right. made his lack of in, or you made a point about his lack of innings pitch. So I think it's hard to get a gauge on either of these pitchers. You mentioned Machado out of the lineup. The Padres aren't scoring any runs, but they are winning ball games. I have split this series so far. I bet the Diamondbacks in game one for a loser, but came back on the under last night for a winner. Uh, If you look at uh, the whips and the ERAs, all the numbers for these two pitchers, it's not very impressive. So if I had to do anything with this game, Matt, despite the lack of offensive output by either of these teams right now, I'd probably go over the seven and a half if I was going to play this game. But you're not going to play the game. I'm not going to play it. I've split so far in games one and two. I'm going to sit out because really the unknowns with both pitchers. Yeah, Um, last night the uh, the D-backs, I thought, uh, might be a decent bet at a plus 125 price or so with Zach Gallon on the mound, one of my favorite pitchers in the majors. He pitched well enough. In fact, one of the Padres' runs uh, early in the game was because the left fielder just dropped a fly ball. It was right in his glove. And uh, uh, Gallon pitched well enough to win. Unfortunately, uh, after a two-run homer in the third, the D-backs had no offense and got shut down. I can't trust them. Uh, Isn't that total the looked awful the low today. to you, though? You well, know? seven and a half looks low, but again, I watched last night's game, and what sticks with me the last two nights, the D-backs had one run in the opener. Of course, it's against you, uh, you Darvish. They had two runs last night. Sean Manaya was on the hill, but I, I didn't see the D-backs get a hit for the last two hours of the game. That's no joke, no, no exaggeration. Uh, I, maybe I would agree with you the seven and a half looks a little bit low, but after watching these two offenses the last two nights, I have to pass. Pitchers Park as well, um, but I, I do think that line is maybe a little bit influenced by what we've seen recently, the lack of offense for both of these teams. If I had to do anything, I think they can get to eight runs tonight. Brady, don't look now, but the Padres are right there with the Dodgers at the How top of that, the huh? National League West. Even with Fernando Tatis out for two-plus months, Manny Machado out this week, they've won two games without him. Padres have had to deal with some injuries. Well, the Dodgers have, too, to be fair. Mookie Betts is on the injured list right now. We'll talk about the Dodgers game uh, later in the show. But the Padres, right there with the best team money could buy. How hyped up were the Dodgers before the season? And you, you've essentially got a tie atop the National League West. They got my money to win that division, and I had to lay better than $2. Yeah. And now I'm a little bit worried. They've kind of been in a funk the last couple of weeks. They're only three and a half games ahead of the Giants, who have been playing really well as of late. Uh, but the Padres have been really impressive. And, and I said this when Bob Melvin came in to take over that team as their skipper. I, I, th- I have a lot of respect for him as a manager. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. in the Bay Area watching Bruce Bochy and Bob Melvin, I think a couple of the best managers in the game, and uh, Melvin is uh, turning the trick again with San Diego. I got to respect this team and what he's done with this team right now, as we talked about in a little bit of an offensive funk. But, you know, last year there was a lot of hype about the Padres, but they wore out their arms so mm-hmm. early in the season. Yeah. I think Melvin's done a better job with that pitching staff. Oh, you got as a well. much better manager in charge, no question about it. Uh, good call there. All right, thanks to uh, Adam Burke for jumping in the past couple days on this show. JVT's on vacation for a couple weeks. Brady Cannon's going to be here for the next two days. And BK last night on Long Shots, the number one golf betting show on the planet. Wes <laughs> Reynolds and I broke down the Travelers Championship with Chris the Bear Felica. You can find that on vcin.com with, with a lot of other great content up there today. But let's talk golf right now. The Travelers starts tomorrow morning. Rory McIlroy right now, plus 925, the favorite at Circus Sports at about 9-1 to odds. The best number I saw on Rory this week was 11-1. to Justin Thomas no longer in the field. Brooks Kepka not in the field. Kepka was a long shot, but JT pulled out. Yeah, and Circa has not adjusted their odds a whole lot. I'm on Sam Burns this week. I got him at 21 to 1 Mm -hmm. at Circa, and he's still at that same price. Now, with JT bowing out of the field, his price has been adjusted at the Westgate. He was at 20 to 1 at Westgate. He's now at 16 to 1. I don't really want him at anything less than 20 to 1, but I like Burnsy this week. I know you were on him about a month ago or so at the Cologne. 
Colonial, and I, I think Colonial. Week. I think yeah, I was on him last week too. Yeah. Um, I was on Matt Fitzpatrick for the wrong week as well. I had him uh, at the Canadian Open the week prior, but hats off to Wes Reynolds who did hit Matthew Fitzpatrick at the U.S. Open. But Bernsey, that win at Colonial also has a win at Innisbrook where they play the uh, Valspar Championship. I think he matches up on a, uh, very well on a lot of the correlated courses. He makes a ton of birdies. He's sixth in the field this week for birdie or better gained, and this can turn into a birdie fest, the Travelers Championship. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no real advantage as far as length or accuracy off the tee. We've seen bombers win here. We've seen short knockers win here, but I think you got to be really good on approach, really good around the greens, and a great putter, and Sam Burns checks those boxes. Yeah, I did not bet Burns this week, but like you said, I've had him a couple times recently. On the uh, Long Shots podcast last night, three names that came up a lot. Keegan Bradley, mm -hmm. Sam Burns, and one of the favorites, Patrick Cantlay, who's a horse for the course here, right? Absolutely. Has, the, I believe, the course record, shooting a 60, yep. maybe about 11 years ago or so. Has a great track record here. Cantley, you know, I, I won a couple of matchups with him at the U.S. Open, but I also added him as a late future, and, and he disappointed in a major again. He had a nice round on Sunday, but he really didn't do much before that. I stayed away from him here. I am on Keegan Bradley, however, at 30-1. to 1. We have seen his number drop a little bit. I don't know if that's because he's getting some attention or if it's in response to Jay. AT bowing out of this tournament, but last week was, you know, a lot of fun for him, you know, being a home game in Boston, if you will, and he mm -hmm. really lived up to the billing. Uh, I mean, he had a, he had pressure to perform, and, and he did really well. He's been playing some great golf as of late, so I landed on Bradley here. You know, he's really good off the tees, a great ball striker. It's always the putting that you worry about, um, but even his putting has been really good as of late, and another course that I think correlates is TPC Potomac, where his putting was lights out, and he finished second, just over a month ago uh, at the Wells Fargo Championship when they held it there at TPC Potomac. So Bradley made my card as well at 30-1. to 1. How about Scotty Scheffler? Where do you think he is right now? He won four times and six starts. Now he's been winless in his last six, but he's got two seconds yeah. in that stretch. Exactly. Not like, uh, he, he cooled off a little bit after the Masters. But you, you feel like Scheffler is in a good groove headed to the British Open? I, I do. I mean, the guy just seems to compete no matter where you put him these days. And, uh, yeah, there's certainly no shame in finishing second. I thought he was going to go on to win the U.S. Open. A friend of mine uh, bet him at the adjusted price of 7-1. to one. I think it was heading into Saturday. And it looked like that bet was going to cash. I was kind of surprised that he didn't at least get to the playoff. But Matthew Fitzpatrick was really just, uh, you know, the ice man out there. I mean, you ta we talked about breaking down the U.S. Open, how small those greens are. He hit 17 of 18 of Incredible. them on Sunday. And the, the 18th was the most impressive. Very much so. Out of that fairway bunker, bunker shot. I, I've got no fear about Scotty Scheffler, though. I think he's going to be just fine, and I would imagine he's going to be – I mean, I think there's a great correlation between St. Andrews, where they're going to play the Open Championship this year, and Augusta National. Well, who's your Masters champ? Scotty Scheffler. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I imagine he'll have some success there. I, I'm not – I doubt if I'm going to bet him to win. I haven't gotten there yet. He's going to be a short price, obviously. Already is a short price for the books that have him up. Um, but I would imagine he'll contend once again. He's, he's that good. Shuffler, the favorite right now at Circus Sports, 9-1 to with uh, McElroy at plus 925. Strong field this week. Patrick Cantley, Sam Burns, Jordan Speed, Sanders Shoffley. And uh, we'll get down to some of our best bets later in the show as well. This time of year, basically, you got baseball, golf, and tonight we have a Stanley Cup Finals game to talk about, too. Dave Koken, smoking Koken, joins us at 1.30 Pacific today. Stay tuned. This is The Edge on VSIN the Sports Betting Network, back in a couple minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. You got me convinced. Only $19. 19 bucks. Wow. Point spread weekly out today, by the way. I saw your golf picks in there. That's right. And uh, Wes Reynolds off the uh, win with uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. All fired up. He's riding high this week. Um, and Aaron Judge and the Yankees, our cover story this week on Point Spread Weekly, Yankees 50 and 17 through 67 games. Lost last night to the Rays. We'll talk about the Yankees game here in a minute. How about the Dodgers? We opened the show talking about the Padres and uh, what they've done. You know what's crazy? If you go to ESPN.com right now, they have four main sports listed at the top of the page NFL, NBA, NHL and college basketball. Why is baseball not one of the main selections? <laughs> and why baseball is, slipped that why far? is college we're, basketball uh, up there? We're, we're, in the middle of, uh, we're in the middle of baseball season, and uh, that can be one of the main uh, menu options. Anyway, talked about the Dodgers and uh, the Padres sneaking up on them in the National League West. As of right now, the teams are tied. Dodgers 41-25, and 25, Padres 43-27. and 27. And uh, Dodgers got a win last night in Cincinnati. Eight to two, uh, Reds right now plus one thirty-five. If you want to take a shot with a home dog, Tyler Anderson eight and zero oh, makes the start for the Dodgers tonight. He's got a zero point nine four WHIP. He's been uh, outstanding. I think Luis Castillo has started to pitch well for the Reds. I can't get there with the Reds today. Um, that's definitely an ugly home dog, but I, I think you could if you tried hard enough. You could build a case for uh, Cincinnati here at plus one thirty-five. 
this is going to be a pass for me. Uh, they got some of my money. The Reds are, are getting the money here. Mm-hmm. On the overnight line, I was able to get plus 145. And I'm with you. Plus 135 now is a little shaky. But, you know, we talked about it. The Dodgers have been shaky for a couple of weeks. And the Padres have now caught them in the division. Uh, just three and a half games above San Francisco in the NL West as well. Now, the Reds have lost five games in a row. So it's tough to go to the well with them. But I thought 145 was a little bit high. You mentioned Luis Castillo, you know, he was a real wise guy pitcher to bet on Mm -hmm. for the last two or three seasons in baseball, and he definitely did start out slow this year, uh, but he's been getting better. Tyler Anderson, that flawless 8-0 record, took a no-hitter into the ninth inning in his last game out, and Matt, you know this, uh, a pretty common handicapping theme in baseball, like to fade a guy off of a no-hitter. Well, I'm going to go there. It wasn't quite a no-hitter, but it was pretty darn close, and again, I thought Castillo at home plus 145. The Reds are a team, they're kind of like the Baltimore Orioles that, you know, has turned things around in the case of the Reds. And I think you can find some spots with them as an underdog. And with the Dodgers kind of teetering a little bit, I know, again, the Reds have lost five in a row, but I thought 145 was uh, a pretty good spot here for Luis Castillo. Yeah, when the Reds got off to that horrendous uh, start and they lost, what, 17 games in a row, there was a lot. there were a lot of jokes about how the Reds were not going to win 30 games this season. And I said at that point on, uh, I think on Twitter, that I, and on this show, that I would put the Reds' adjusted win total at like 50 and a half or mm-hmm. no higher than 52, but definitely over 50. And a lot of people, oh, no way, they're not going to get to 50 wins. The Reds right now are winning 34% of their games. They're 23 and 44. They're going to get to 50 wins. And uh, as Adam Burke pointed out on yesterday's show, they've actually been the best offensive team in the majors at home uh, in the past month or so. So the Reds have picked it up a little bit, even though they've lost five in a row to drop to uh, 21 games under 500. All right, let's look at um, another game tonight. And actually, we've got games in progress. I want to update here in a minute. But uh, Giants and Braves, this is a, a really good pitching matchup tonight, even though Charlie Morton has not been at his best this season. Uh, you're a Giants guy. Carlos Rodon is a guy I've liked to bet a lot this season. He's off a fantastic start against the Pirates. He's 6-4. and four. He's got 91 Ks in 73 innings. I think he's got the potential to dominate a lot of times he takes the mound. Tonight he's plus 121 here at South Point against a pitcher that he's been better than this season. Giants in the road dog roll against the Braves. Could you take the plus price here? I did not. I, I laid off this game. I mean, it's hard to get in front of the Braves right now, right? I mean, they have been absolutely red hot. Now nine games above 500 and uh, chirping at the heels of those New York Mets in the National League East Division. That lead by the Mets down to just five and a half games now over Atlanta. You're right. I definitely give the advantage to Rodone over Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton's ERA up over five. Um, and that's where I'd probably go with this game if I was going to do anything. We've seen one game account for 22 runs last night in a Giants victory, and then the first matchup goes the way of the Braves. I believe the final was just 2-1. to one. I'd go back to over the total here, over 9. That 9 looks a little high. I believe that's probably partly in due to what Charlie Morton has either done or not done this season. It seems like he's just hot or cold. One day he gives up six runs. The other day he looks like the Charlie Morton of old. But I don't want to mess with a side here because even though Morton can be shaky, I think the team, the Braves, have been so red hot. The Giants have been red hot as well. Both of these teams have won seven out of their last ten games. So no side for me. I made the number. I figured the Braves would be about minus 125. Now it's minus 130. So no real edge for me there. Uh, But I might look to playing over the nine runs. Yeah, I think if there's there was one bet I considered today in baseball, I have not made it, but I was thinking about playing Giants first five. I, I like the pitching advantage with uh, Rodon, who's off a, like I said, a great start. I watched him last time out. Giants right now only three and a half back of the Dodgers and Padres in the West. All right, let's go to the Yankees and the Rays. And uh, the Yankees won the series opener. The Rays got revenge last night. And this is going to be Jordan Montgomery right now at Circus Sports, minus one. 46. Uh, total of seven here at the South Point. Yankees minus 145. It's uh, really, when you look at the Yankees' five-man rotation, it's probably the best in baseball as we sit here today. The uh, nasty Nestor Cortez didn't have his best start last night. He was not nasty. But Jordan Montgomery's been solid. 
Brady, I just can't lay this uh, price. And this, this, this is a baseball betting philosophy for me. I, I don't like to play road favorites, especially against solid opponents. And the Rays Very solid. are a solid opponent. And the Rays have actually got the better of the Yankees the last few years, even though not this year. I can't lay the buck 45 here with the Yankees. And uh, I'm going to have to pass, I think, at the trial. Yeah, I, I passed as well. I, I'm with you that you know the only way I could go would probably be the road favorite. But like you say, the Rays have absolutely been a thorn in the Yankees' side for what seems like a few years now. And also, you talked about this rotation being so good for the pinstripers. Sometimes you get you look at a pitcher's record and it's misleading because he gets a lot of run support or whatever. Jordan Montgomery is not just getting a lot of run support from the Yankees. He's been really good. His ERA is under three. His WHIP is under one. Uh, so you know he's not a guy that I'm looking to back the Rays with because his numbers are in or what have you. Uh, no, this is just to stay away. I think there's a lot of different arguments you can make for either side here, uh, and I'm just going to sit back and watch this one. I mean, the 50-18 and 18 start by the Yankees is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, th- that's a team you certainly don't want to get in front, of, uh, in front of, but we make the point that, you know, if there's one team that's been their kryptonite, it has been Tampa Bay, um, but not even the plus 135 has me taking a bite. Okay, let's move on to the West Coast. And uh, this is a home dog that I'm interested in tonight. But again, it's an ugly dog. I like the pitcher, Paul Blackburn. He's at about plus 120 against the Mariners. But how bad is this A's team? There's no home field advantage here whatsoever. It's almost, Brady, a home field disadvantage for the Oakland A's, who are 8-26. and at home. So bad. And and think about Paul Blackburn. How good is he? This guy has to be an all-star. The the A's have 23 wins in 69 games. He's accounted for better than 25% of their wins. Paul Blackburn has 6 wins for Oakland and yet he's a dog. What does that say about how bad this team is? And a pretty decent size home dog for an all-star pitcher. I mean, I would be with you. I would have to go the A's direction here, but I can't. I mean, how many games are they really going to win? at home this year with only eight so far through nearly 70 games this season. And it's not like they're facing a juggernaut in the Seattle Mariners. Uh, I mean, they've got a pretty decent young pitcher on the hill in Kirby, but I'm with you. The only way it could go is the A's and their ace pitcher in the role of an underdog, but I'm not going to do it. I know. It's tough. It's tough for me to get there with teams like the Reds and the A's. And um, I'm going to have to pass, I think, on Blackburn, even at plus 122, which is a decent price here at the South Point. Hey, later in the show, we're going to talk about Shohei. It's showtime. How about last night? Two homers, eight RBIs, and, of course, the Angels lost. Shohei <laughs> Otani was sensational again last night. He's on the mound tonight for the Angels. We'll break that down that game later in the show. Up next, one of your favorite guys in the business, one of my favorite guys. Smoke and Dave Koken for a little hockey talk. He always uh, gets involved in golf, too. We'll see who he's, who he's on this week. He's got some golf plays. He's got a common play with me this week. We're going to talk uh, Stanley Cup Final Game 4. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk hockey next with Dave Koken. Stay tuned here on the Edge VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Edge on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, the NBA draft is tomorrow night. Put some cash in your pockets with the Wrangler. Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler and compete for your share of $10,000 in prizes. Wrangler for the right of life, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings. Dot com for details. All right, let's welcome in Smokin' Dave Koken of uh, Wager Talk, longtime Vegas handicapper and radio personality. And uh, DC, I've got one of your favorite guys here today, BK. Brady yeah. Cannon is my co-host. All the way back to the Sports Fan Radio Network days with Brady, uh, yep. working together down at the MGM Green. It's been a fun ride. I, I hate to date ourselves here, Dave, but uh, 28 years, my friend. Wow. Been a while. That's old. Uh, at my age, I can only date myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But I'm bummed. All right, let's talk hockey, uh, Dave, and let's start game four tonight. How did you play game three, and how might that, the result of game three, uh, affect the way you play game four here? And uh, right now at Circus Sports, the Avalanche minus 107, Lightning minus 103, 
total of six, all three games over the total. Do you think the uh, you think the Colorado Avalanche bounce back tonight after that game three loss? Sort of. I didn't play game three. I wanted to want to kind of get a read on the game, and uh, I didn't get much of a read because the Avalanche kind of played like a team up two games to zero. They were not sharp, and the Lightning played like a team that had to win, and they went out and did so, and were very impressive. But to me, it's still – and look, the home ice does matter. Tampa's lost only one home game in the postseason. I think that was their first home game against Toronto, and they've won them all since then. But the Avalanche, to me, are clearly the best team in the league. I think they got the bad game out of the way, and I'll go with them tonight. But not with a lot of conviction. I made only a small play on Colorado to win this game. Dave, you mentioned you don't have a ton of confidence with this play. Does it no. worry you a little bit uh, for Tampa Bay with Nikita Kucherov returning to the lineup? He was not in the game in Game 3 when they got the victory. Um, i got to believe having him back only helps their chances. They're oh, still sure. without Braden Point, but uh, does that worry you at all in taking the avalanche as a side? Everything worries me. Um, <laughs> th- th- this is not one of the – look, it's the Stanley Cup Finals, and typically, uh, as is the case in the Stanley Cup Finals – to me, there aren't a lot of strong plays. There's just maybe slight advantages that you try and hope will get you to the betting window, uh, to the winner's window. But I mean, this is not a big play for me by any means. Dave, how would you handle the total here? Okay, at South Point, it's oh. six under minus one twenty. When this series started, I know some sharp betters who were playing this under, and they got stubborn. They played under yep. game two, under game three. Well, you're own three if you played that angle. How would you play the total tonight? I'm not playing it under. I mean, there's just too much explosiveness. Um, did they get the seven? Boy, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I can play it over. But it, there's just no way to play under at this point. Uh, Vasilevsky, as great as he is, has had trouble stringing consecutive games together. Uh, Kemper got lifted in the last game. He didn't play well, obviously. And the offenses are just really strong. So, I mean, if I had to bet the game, gun to my head, I'd, I'd take the over. But I just went with a small play on the side, and that's it. Dave, what about Darcy Kemper uh, between the pipes for Colorado? Obviously not a good outing for him last time. No. He got pulled in that game early. Uh, is that in his head a little bit? Do you think uh, no. Francis gets the start at all, or are they going to go right back to Kemper? No, I think you, you just go with your guy, and that's Kemper. He's been around for a long time, and it happens. You know, you have a bad game. Um uh, I, I don't think it's going to do much to his confidence level. This, this isn't a rookie. Uh, he's been here before, so I, I think Kemper will be fine. All right, and Dave. Look, and France Foos, for what it's worth, he's played well. He has. He has. <clears throat> Dave Koken, Mr. Baseball. Follow him at Dave Koken on Twitter. Let's get there now. Tigers and Red Sox tonight. Scooball and Waka at Fenway Park. And uh, Red Sox minus 132, total of eight. I know you play a lot of first fives. You're gonna, yep. Which way are you going to play tonight's game? I took the Red Sox first five. Uh, look, Scooble is one of my favorite young pitchers. I've talked him up since the season started, since before the season started. Part of the reason I'm going to lose one of my bets, uh, I took the Tigers over their win total. That's going to lose. Some of the other ones are doing well, so I'm not going to complain. But uh, I thought Scooble would be a legit number one starter, and he pretty much has been. But he's going through a little bit of a rough stretch lately, and the Red Sox just massacre lefties at home. Their weighted runs created plus at home against lefties is 145. Average is 100. They're at 145. The Tigers can't hit anywhere. And Walker's been a very pleasant surprise for the Red Sox. I think there's a little too much respect being given to Scooble as far as this betting line is concerned. That's cheap in the Red Sox first five. It's like minus 124 this morning. Uh, I think that's a good take on Boston first five. Dave, I, uh, I'm i with you. I played the Red Sox for the entire game, however, at minus 135. I also played under eight and a half runs in this game. If you look at Scooball, he struggled in his last two starts, but prior to that, he was pretty st- uh, spot on. He only gave up eight runs or in eight runs in 45 innings. So if he can at all return to form a little bit, you, lack of, uh, you mentioned the lack of hitting for this Detroit club as well. I do believe this game has a good chance to stay under eight and a half. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. And maybe he can control the Boston uh, hitters who, again, have just destroyed lefties at Fenway this year. That's not a good park for lefties. So Scooble's going to have to be at his best tonight. Pirates have actually been a hot topic this week. Wow. How are you going to play this Cubs-Pirates game with uh, Cubs minus 130, total of nine? 
Well, look, Thompson's had good success against the Pirates this year, but he's just, if he, on the eye test, he's just not that good. He's off a good start, but the wind was blowing dead in at Wrigley in that start. He's He's been pretty bad on the road so far. Um, I like the kid from the Pirates. I think he's throwing the ball pretty well. Um, uh, excuse me, I don't like the, I, it's Eikhoff, who is making right. his first start in quite some time. His four relief appearances this year have been horrible. So I think the Cubs have a chance to get some offense going in this game. Uh, over first five, looks like a good bet to me. The Pirates are fun right now. First time we've said that in a long time. But the, some of these young prospects they've got are really delivering. Cruz is sensational. The kid from Las Vegas, who just got called up, hit a home run last night, made a great catch in right field. And, for, I mean, for the first time in, what, since the early part of the last decade, I think Pirate fans can be excited for once. They're only four games under five hundred. How about that? And the Pirates swept the Dodgers in L.A. at the end yeah. of May at the, in a three-game series. Dave, I want to get your quick take on Shohei Otani. We're going to talk about him a little bit more in the final segment. He's a big favorite tonight, about minus 230. Yeah. Had two homers, eight RBIs last night. We've got a couple guys at V-CIN who say Shohei's overrated. They're tired, tired of <laughs> oh, talking about Shohei. What? Yeah. Mike well, Palm, they, Mike Palm it, okay. is one of them. And uh, uh, this is yeah. no offense, men, but if you think Shohei Otani's overrated, you don't know anything about baseball. Yeah. Sorry, he's just not. He is an incredible talent. He's pitched amazing baseball at home this year. I think he's only given up more than one earned run in one start, and he should dominate the Royals tonight. The problem is, how do you lay that kind of a price? With a Halos team that's just playing such bad baseball right now, I I can't. I don't want any part of the Royals here, but there's not a possible. There's no chance I'd lay two thirty with the Angels. Uh, they're, they're just a bad baseball team right now, uh, and I don't know that it's going to get much better. They, the top of their order is dynamite. The bottom of the order is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you've got to get some balance in there. Maybe Nevin's going to have to break them up a little bit. Uh, as far as the batting order is concerned, he's top-loading it right now. Maybe you need to spread it out a little bit, and I'm not sure how he does that. It's a theme with the Angels, it seems, every year. They're snake. Yep. Underachievers. Yeah. Uh, 33 and 38 right now. Okay, BK, let's wrap it up with golf talk. All right, David, I know uh, right. you have uh, gotten into the golf fray uh, for the past few seasons and had quite yep. a bit of success. I know you've hit a few outrights this year. Who are you on for the Travelers, my friend? Two guys who I play every week now, Mito Pereira. And uh, Davis Riley. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting. I'm not getting as great a value as I was getting earlier in the year with them, but I'll still keep riding him. I like Joaquin Neiman on this course. Uh, I think it, it's a course that fits his game well. And my long shot is Nick Hardy at about 125 to one. This might be a good course for him. He's got some talent. And I think he's got a shot to contend this weekend. Well, Nick Hardy had a great uh, showing in Canada a couple of weeks yes, ago. Certainly a, a very good player. I, I agree with you, Davis Riley. And, and Matt, you're kind of on the same thinking mm-hmm. here that Davis Riley, you just continue him, uh, playing him until he wins. And, and I, I agree with you, Dave. I think this very much could be the week. This course ought to set up well for him. Really good driver of the golf ball. One of the prototypical ball strikers. Maybe the putting is a little bit of an Achilles heel, but uh, he makes a lot of birdies, and that's what you're going to need this this week. Yep, and uh, my, I like my Chilean daily double of Neiman and uh, Pereira. One of them uh, one of them is going to be there on Sunday, hopefully both of them. <clears throat> Two outstanding players. I played Joaquin Neiman for a long time. I, I said, this kid's going to win. He's an incredible yep. talent. And uh, he, he kept coming up uh, short, but he's had a couple breakthrough tournaments. Mito Pereira is the next guy who's got a breakthrough, Dave. And Davis Riley is on that list. He's on my short list this week as well. Smoking Coken, always great to have you on, man. Thanks for the time. Same here, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dave. That's Dave Koken, one of the legends in sports handicapping. Learned a lot from that guy. We both have, right? No question. All right, let's take a quick break. Josh Towers is in studio. He's not going to join the show, but I just wanted to throw his name out there. Uh, Best Bets coming up next on the Edge VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. All right, let's get the best bets, and we're going to open with golf here. And uh, Brady, I looked mostly long shots this week. I talked about this uh, on the Long Shots podcast with Wes Reynolds yesterday. The week after a major, to me, always feels like a letdown, like a hangover. There's a hangover mm-hmm. effect. I think not just for the players, but for handicappers, too, a little bit. Hell, you were on vacation. <laughs> right, you exactly. Even, you didn't even show up for long shots yesterday. But now, the week after a major, to me, is a little bit different. I think the elite players might be a little bit drained, especially the guys who were in the hunt on Sunday. And they put so much energy and focus into winning that major that the travel, I don't want to say it's a week off, but they're not going to take these tournaments seriously. Let's put it that way. I don't think Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy are showing up this week hell-bent on getting a win like they were last week at the major. Well, and it's kind of, you know, related to the fact probably that Justin Thomas withdraws. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, this is not nearly as important to any of those guys as last week was. And I mentioned that I'm on Sam Burns and Keegan Bradley. Sam Burns had a very disappointing final round when he was paired with Rory McIlroy on Sunday. I think this is a good spot for him to possibly bounce back. And Keegan Bradley, with all that attention and fanfare from being for it being a home game for him, I think now, and he still performed very well. So I think maybe that that momentum kind of carries over a little bit without the spotlight and maybe frees him up a little bit uh, without all of that pressure of a home game. And so I like those two guys. I'm going to go with one of Keegan Bradley's teammates uh, at the New Orleans Zurich Classic as well. I went with Brendan Steele. Those guys finished fourth in New Orleans earlier this season. They're both very similar type players. Great off the tee, great ball strikers, usually have a problem with the putter. But this 
uh, putting surface, the Poana bent grass uh, blend, is something that Brandon Steele is used to having grown up in Southern California. And he's had a great history at this tournament as well. And maybe it's part of the Pete Dye design thing because TPC Louisiana, where they have the tournament in New Orleans, I mentioned the success that both Bradley and Steele have had there as teammates. So I went with Steele this week as well at 60 to 1. And then my biggest long shot, I felt the price was off by maybe 20 or 30 cents. I took Siwoo Kim at 90 to 1. And this guy does a lot of things very well. Great short game, good ball striker. He has a tremendous history on the correlated courses. Pete Dye designs the stadium course out at uh, La Quinta. He finished 11th at the Amex earlier this year. This guy's as good at Sedgefield, where they hold the Wyndham, as Webb Simpson is. Four or Four out of the last five starts at the Wyndham, he's finished top five, including a win. And I think that course sets up similarly to what we have here at TPC River Highlands. So those were my four plays uh, as far as the outright market. Sam Burns, Keegan Bradley, Brendan Steele, and Siwoo Kim. Keegan Bradley uh, was a play I had last week, and he was in the hunt for a while. Yeah, I absolutely. He, I thought he played well. He was he's had a great year. Still in the mix as a long shot on Sunday. All right, my best bets. I'm going to start with Joaquin Neiman. Talked about he's three for three and cuts made here. Tied for fifth in this tournament in 2019. Actually uh, opened really well at the U.S. Open, 71-70, but they blew up with the 76 on Saturday. Uh, but that was still good enough to beat Fat Pat and Bryson. <laughs> yeah, I had him in a, I, I went against him in a matchup with Billy Horschel, and Horschel missed the cut by one shot, so I lost that one. Um, but uh, I did play a head-to-head matchup this week, just one of them. My head-to-head matchups have starting to have started to come around pretty well. I was actually three and one last week. Um, but Brendan Steele over Jason Day. I just talked about Brendan Steele. If you look at the last twenty-four rounds, Brendan Steele is tenth in the field in strokes gained approach and fifth in greens and regulation. And for those last 24 rounds, Jason Day, he ranks 112th and 114th. You never know what you're going to get from Jason Day at this point, but more often than not, it's not going to be good. That's that's way I, I laid minus 125 okay. with steel over Day. All right, well, Joaquin Neiman, who has given me a win early this season at the uh, Riviera, the Genesis at Riviera in L.A., we're going to play him at 35-1. to 1. This week, also going with Davis Riley, former Alabama Crimson Tide golfer. He was the number one ranked college golfer in the nation entering his junior year. Uh, this is a guy who's going to win. He's got four top tens in his last seven starts. 42 to 1 on Davis Riley. Aaron Wise, former Oregon Duck who lives in Vegas. I was on him for the U.S. Open. He gave me some hope for a minute. He's got a really good all round game. His short game has improved yeah. tremendously in the last year. Tied for 27th last week. He opened 68-68. Yeah. To give you some optimism last week. Aaron Wise is a 50-1. to And Seamus Power uh, tied for 12th at the U.S. Open. Quietly was hanging around. And this is another guy I feel like has got a game that's good enough to win. And you're still getting a pretty good number on him at 50-1. to He's getting a lot of attention. I think I saw him cut down to as low as about 36-1 to recently. I bet him at 50-1 to again here at the South Point Sportsbook right before the show. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, Because you're right, some of the numbers out there in the market were less. I, I looked at Circa, and, and he was below 40. I, I believe he was 38-36. But, uh, you know, he, he's been taking some pretty sharp action, even at the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And, and like you say, this guy is a really good quality player that is a little bit more lesser known. Uh, Davis Riley, you know, I have a friend from the Alabama area that tipped me on him a couple of years ago, and uh, he was really good on the Corn Ferry Tour and now uh, getting real close to his first win on the PGA Tour. Will Zalatoris defeated Davis Riley at the uh, U.S. Junior Amateur Final in 2014. And actually, I, I think those guys might have been, Davis Riley and Will, Willie Z might have been roommates on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, for a little bit, I read something about that. Anyway, Davis Riley still a little bit under the radar. Let's get to uh, baseball. We're going to rewind the last night. Shohei Otani. It's showtime, okay? Two homers, eight RBIs last night. What was Dave Koken's quote in the previous segment? If you don't uh, think Shohei's any good, then you probably don't know very much about baseball. Or if you think Shohei's overrated, <laughs> yeah. You don't know anything about baseball. Uh, or you're trying way too hard to be a contrarian. Let's go back to last night. Shohei, two homers. Eight RBIs, and he's going to be the starting pitcher tonight. The 2 2 to Shohei Otani! He has done it! Wow! Way back! We are tied up his second three run jack of the night. Segoy! Shohei! 
Shohei, the tie game. What a swing. Two, three-run home runs. A mammoth home run. All right, Shohei last night with two three-run jacks, including that one in the ninth inning with one out to tie the game. And, of course, the Angels found a way to lose 12-11 in extras last night. And as good as Shohei's been, especially at home on the mound, it's still difficult for me to even recommend the Angels on a run line play tonight. They're minus 230 uh, to beat the Royals. I just can't lay that. You can't lay that with a team that's playing uh, more bad baseball than good. And right now it's five games under 500. So that's just going to be a sit back and watch game for me tonight. Filling in for JVT, of course, the biggest Angels fan here at the network. And boy, life's got to be disappointing. Talk about for buyer's him. remorse. JVT, when the Angels got hot and they were ten games over, nine or ten games over, he he bet the Angels twenty-five to one to win the World Series. Uh, I, uh, I bet their season win total over, and it looks like that's a loser at this point. And and it's just tough to be a fan of this team. The, the start of the season looks so promising. Everybody's healthy now. Anthony Rendon is out for the year, and uh, it, it just seems like snake bitten, underachiever. Would Whatever term you want to use for this team, they just can't find a way to put it all. Now their manager's gone as well. It's just disappointing after especially starting out so hot earlier this year. I like to bet the Royals as an underdog when Brady Singer pitches. I'm not going to do it tonight. Uh, two guys in baseball who are going to cash in big time the next uh, couple of years, Aaron Judge, who's this week's uh, cover boy on Point Spread Weekly, and Shohei Otani, who's going to get $50 million a year. I've, I've heard, I read that there's four teams right now that will give Otani a four-year, $200 million contract. I wouldn't doubt if your Giants are one of those teams. Anyway, let's wrap it up here. We've got an NBA best bet. The only bet I've made so far, and I'm going to look at more of the props, and uh, maybe I'll post them on Twitter tonight. If I find more, I can play in the NBA draft prop market. The draft's going to be tomorrow night. We'll talk about it more on the show tomorrow. But I bet Jabari Smith, the uh, freshman forward from Auburn, to be the number one pick at minus 140. I'll be really, really surprised. I think it's going to be a bad move by the Magic if they don't take Jabari at number one. Smith is one of the best shooters in this draft. He plays both ends of the floor. I think the um, the rumors that the uh, Magic might like Paolo Benchero from Duke is more posturing or smoke screens than anything. If I, if, if I could bet the exacta right now, it's Jabari Smith number one to the Magic. Chet Holmgren, number two to Oklahoma City, and Paolo Banchero, number three to the Houston Rockets. That's, I think, the top of the NBA draft's going to play out tomorrow night. Then it gets interesting. Jaden Ivey from Purdue, Keegan Murray from Iowa, Benedict Matherin from Arizona. I think those will be the next three players off the board. In what order? I'm not quite sure. And actually, I've checked with a lot of NBA sources here over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, and nobody's got concrete information that you're looking for to bet on these props. But hopefully we'll find something tonight. Well, you got a real good number there. I believe Smith is about minus 275 to go number one now. Yeah, he was minus 140 at BetMGM yesterday when I put this up, and it's been up there for a while. I think the the Westgate's got a much bigger number. That wraps it up. Back tomorrow on The Edge, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.